Welcome to the Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode one. Welcome to the jungle. The intertidal zone is defined as the area of the shoreline that is covered by seawater for a portion of the day, high tide, but is exposed to air for a portion of the day, low tide. Say the words beach or seashore to the modern human, and they will likely smile and start packing a picnic, imagining an afternoon of idle. For the organisms that actually make the intertidal their home, however, it's a very difficult place to live. And I would go so far as to say one of the most difficult places. It's harder than living on land, because if you are an aerobic oxygen-using organism on land, you are adapted to existing in air, and using air as your oxygen source. Land plants need gaseous oxygen, just like land animals do, and land fungi, and land protists, all of us. Being entirely covered by water for a good portion of the day largely precludes breathing air. On the other hand, living in the intertidal zone is harder than living in the ocean proper as well. If you are an aerobic oxygen-using organism in the ocean, particularly a non-mammalian or avian one, you're adapted to getting your oxygen from water, the oxygen dissolved in seawater. Either way, if you live in the intertidal zone, you are more or less holding your breath for half your life. In terms of who we do see living there, there are two options. You can be a land organism that adapts to living part of the time in seawater, or you can be a marine organism that adapts to living part of the time on dry land. Most of what we see is that latter category, marine organisms with adaptations that help them deal with air exposure and the other physical challenges as well. Besides air exposure, the other big environmental challenge for intertidal yet marine organisms is temperature. Where I live, just about exactly between the equator and the North Pole, we think of seawater as being really cold, and it is relative to our endothermic mammalian bodies. But in the winter, the air is usually colder. It's hard to grasp that the ocean is actually warmer than air most days in the winter, but it's true. Which means that intertidal organisms have to deal with colder temperatures in the winter than subtidal organisms do. And in the summer, it's the opposite. The water is cooler than land most days, and the intertidal zone heats up and bakes when exposed to the midday sun. The ocean greatly blunts the effects of seasonal temperature flux, and if you live in deep enough water, you just don't have to be physiologically prepared for temperature extremes the way you do if you live in the intertidal zone. There are significant interspecies interactions that serve as a workaround for these challenges in the intertidal and mitigate the strongest temperatures and desiccation impacts, and we'll look at some of those relationships in future episodes. But as you pack your picnic and head out for a beach day, remember that the seashore living isn't as easy as it seems. This has been Episode 1 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The theme music is Lightstream by the artist Sid Hartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening, and join us next week.